computer. Okay. Hey everyone, how are you? Welcome to the current episode of, uh, what are we? The Psychic Wives, sorry. <laughs> we always start out with a bang. I'm Jerry Karabin. I'm Ginger Hendry. And I'm Kathy Rumsey. And we are here today, very excited. We have our guest today. Our guest today is Rhonda Purvis, and um, I'm going to introduce her in just a second. She is here to talk to us today about the lifeline technique. And of course, she's probably going to correct me throughout this thing, because here's the thing. I have had a lifeline session probably four times, um, not with Sharon, but some, or not with Rhonda, but with someone that, that Rhonda works with. Um, and when I was trying to describe it to Ginger and Kathy, I was like, uh, maybe we should just get Rhonda to explain it to us. Cause it's really kind of in, in, in depth, but it's also super, super cool. So I'm not even going to try to explain it. I'm going to introduce um, Rhonda. Rhonda, welcome. Say a little bit about yourself. Hey, hey everybody. Thank you for having me here. So yeah, the, the lifeline technique is, is very complex, but it just keeps diving down. It drills down into the subconscious realm. It just, it's a combination of sequences or portals. And what we're doing is we're setting up a dialogue with the subconscious mind. We're like, well, why do we want to do that? Well, we do that to get to the nitty gritty of the emotional content that's running in the background. That's coloring your perception, how you respond, how you react. And this is stuff that's not volitional. It's just a recording. Like the subconscious mind is a recorder. Yeah. So it records everything in this life, past lives, and it's 90% of the operating system. 90. Yeah. So that's so that's cool. big. Yeah. So let me <laughs> so just ask a question before we dive into the how of it and everything. And I don't really remember this part of it. When somebody comes to you for a session, are they coming with an issue or are they just coming in to... Do you know what I'm saying? Or can it be both? Yeah. I think this, this modality will attract anybody who's a seeker. Like if you uh, are trying to affect change in your life and you're looking for self-knowledge, this, this, this is the game. This is the it. Because yeah. we're bringing up subconscious reactive patterns of emotion, operating systems that we don't know about. Yeah. It's kind of like getting an owner's manual for your mind. Ooh, I love the way you said that. Can I ask a question, Rhonda? How would this compare to, and not to say, comp well, yeah, compare, like, is it similar, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry, is it similar to the stuff that Ginger does with, and forgive me, Ginger, for, I just completely blanked on Kasha, the, the session I booked with you that I'm waiting for. A soul realignment. What I do, um, this sounds different but what i do um is go into the akashic records looking for who somebody is at soul level and then we look at what blocks and restrictions like energy around blocks and restrictions that people typically picked up in previous lives sometimes it's this life usually in past lives um and and then we um we you know acknowledge it we clear the records and somebody is more knowledgeable about why they may feel a certain way in a certain situation so is this like the same concept, just maybe done a different way or a different whatever? It looks for resistance in the light body, in the subconscious realm, either this life or past, mm -hmm. that's in resistance to the conscious choosing mind's intention. So your objectives, what's stopping you? What keeps you from doing the same old, same old, getting the same results? What is it? 
Um, you know so what yeah. it sounds to me like the end result of the two can be similar. Absolutely. But the process is right. definitely different. Yeah, and I'm um, wondering too, if, if somebody comes to me, let's say for an Akashic record for the soul realignment, um, and they're still struggling with those same um, things, they can't quite get there. They acknowledge that it's there, but not able to break through. Maybe this goes deeper here to be able to see if there's something that can be lifted or changed or. Yeah. It's, it's like this. The conscious choosing mind is, is our, our logic. It's our brilliance. We need that. That's all good. But the subconscious realm has a store of multiple layers of information, not just from past lives or the Akashic, but now like, so under the age of 10, we're just little recording devices. And if something occurs in our environment, really, you know, trauma, there's natural disasters, there's abuse, there's perceived trauma, there's just the stuff that's just a, a vulnerability fail when we're little, right? Mm. So we can't process that stuff. And so it gets shoved into the vault, meaning it is, gets clipped from conscious knowledge and put into that subconscious realm where it runs 24-7 on a loop. Whatever looks like, smells like, sounds like that original trauma brings up those emotions. So you know, you're, 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 you're walking around doing your thing and all of a sudden the mood comes over you and you're like, what is it? It might not even have language behind it, but it's definitely a mood. It's affecting you. Mm. It could be pre-verbal. You don't even know. So that kind of stuff, it goes down into the, the quantum realm and brings and, up those emotions. And are you, so when we, when you do a lot, and we're going to actually, I'm going to actually have you explain kind of how it works, like the how of yeah. it, the process of it in a second. But so when you get to it and, and you're aware of, oh, this is when it happened or something, are you clearing it? We don't, we don't use that word. We're, we're given the client. It's all client run. Yeah. Like yeah. person, we believe that the body is self-healing, a self-healing mechanism. In the quantum field, we are the co-creators of everything by what we choose. Yeah. So we're, we're shifting, we're pivoting, we're changing emotional oil, which is just habit force, mm -hmm. which is just as really an addiction. Like we're all addicted to our chemicals of emotion. Yeah. So if we're high and positive and we're positive thinkers, we have all our trillions of cells have like little locks and keys that, that accept joy and positive emotions. If we're in negativity and trauma, you know how hard it is to break out of that. It's like, yes. ugh, like mud. You're trying to climb out of it. So I love I this. I mean, I, and I'm fascinated when you start to talk about actually how it works because it really is similar to the work that I do, but on a, 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 a different thought process around it because it basically, once we know what that issue is or what those issues are, choosing something different whether it's a mood whether it's a, a you know it's karma right or a, i make a positive choice i get a positive reaction and kind of retraining yeah. it's really very similar yeah um, i think like i said the outcome is very similar and it also makes me aware of like <clears throat> i kind of really love this because it's an again we're introducing another modality to our listeners <clears throat> excuse me and there's so many different modalities out there and a lot of them have this piece in it We've talked about this before with um, our, our Brian Weiss training, um, just the awareness of the trigger or the thing or the subconscious thought is enough to change it because then you're aware when the trigger comes 
up again. So yeah, it is. Um, it's really cool how this is. They're all they all yeah. kind of come together. We're, and we're, we don't say clear it. We say you're given an opportunity to respond differently. To respond so, differently to it. Yeah, I like. We're that. really making friends with the so-called dark emotions, the shadow aspects of self. Yeah. Yeah. We're recalling past parts, literally soul retrieval. Yeah. You know, if your age of original occurrence was two, if it was in utero, if it was a past life, if it was nine, if it was 37, yeah. that part is seen and heard in all its full spectrum, uh, full spice cabinet of, of emotion. And that's not what we do in this culture. So it's yeah. a time out where we really feel it to heal it. And that's one of those tenets in Lifeline. You got to feel it to heal it. This is, we're not spiritually bypassing anything. It takes great courage to be that vulnerable, but then you get to choose differently. You, you have the opportunity to call back past parts of yourself that have been sacrificed to mm. a story, to a story yeah. that may or may not serve you any longer. Yeah. So That's, it's empowering. It's, it's self-knowledge and you know, yeah. you can't do that with a stick. Right. <laughs> but it's empowering and it's self-knowledge. And I think it's so beautiful. And as I've done some shadow work and obviously not all of it, because I, I, I believe that there's so much in the subconscious, whether in this lifetime or from past lifetimes that we don't realize. But like you said, that's in on a cellular level, it's within us and it's what triggers us or whatever. And so I've done some shadow work, but I obviously haven't done all of it. Um, it, it can be sucky when you're in it. Can we just Absolutely. like acknowledge that? that Absolutely. That, <laughs> um, it's, this is, this is uh, you know, I love that there are people who talk about self-care and, you know, some people's concept of self-care is, you know, getting manicures and getting facials and all that. And that's lovely. But this is a, this to me is self-care, like real self-care self -care that's not as fun, but when you get to the other side of it and get that, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense why I always do this without consciously deciding to react a certain way or why my, you know, whenever this situation comes up, I always react, even though I know better intellectually, I know that's not what I want to do. It's like, but I can't help myself. Exactly. And that's, that's the resistance. So that's, we bring right. that resistance up, we see it, we feel it, we hear it, like literally. And then we, we raise the frequency. We use, yeah. uh, I love you in American Sign Language, which for the listeners, nobody can see what I'm doing, but it's an <laughs> I with the little pinky sticking out as I. Uh -huh. The I. letter L is the forefinger and the thumb. And then shorthand altogether, the pinky, the forefinger and the thumb is the symbol of American Sign Language for I love you. Yes. So we, we literally sweep the energy field and say the words infinite love and gratitude, frequency, 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 and raise the vibration mm -hmm. of these emotions in motion. So they're not going anywhere. They're, they're honored guests at our table, you know, fear, yeah. uh, sad, and mad. We're, we're, yeah. we're, we're going to be in it. We're going to have these emotions. Yeah. So, so Rhonda, can you kind of take us through sort of, the process of it like what happens client walks in sits down in front of you and or gets on a zoom call or gets on a zoom call exactly yeah because in the in the time of covid because um, you can do this virtually correct 
yeah, we, we can do it live virtually, can do it individual, a group, a couple. Can be done on oh. buildings. Can be done, it can be done on a lot of things. Cool. So because we're raising the frequency of emotional intelligence, so this is it, it, that's what it's providing us. So it starts. It's a it's a sixteen step modality. The flow chart is intense. When I first saw, oh it, yeah, it's insane. It was like ba bam. It's everything that you've ever studied, you've ever experienced, rolled into this really tightly woven, beautiful living system. It's it feels like a living unified system. Um, and the, I think the first step, it's called the connection. That's where we become present. And to me, that's always like the biggest moment for the client and for me. I mean, we're in it. I, we don't say we're doing it on or for, we say we're doing it with, because we're in the quantum. We're going into this all is one heart coherence, opening up that wormhole of connection. And so we're connecting on a deep level. And that's like permission to do this work to go into that subconscious mind. But it requires that we really observe what's truly happening in the body with no bull, bull no BS, y'all. So yeah. it's no, no, you know, make it, fake it till make it, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. We're not doing that here. Yeah. We're saying, yeah, man, this is how my body is, is communicating to me with this symptom of disease, distress, discomfort, this is how it's communicating with me and I'm going to honor it. I'm going to get real, real, and I'm going to rate it on the scale of zero through to 10. So we take this really fierce, compassionate inventory of what's really happening in the body. Then we go into the emotional side, what comes up for you emotionally. And this can be challenging for some people who, who just don't spend time there trying to figure out, how does that make me feel? Well, or, not only do people not spend time there, but they, they consciously push it away. Or yeah. they avoid yeah, that's it. Our, that's our culture. That's our yeah. culture. We're like all beta brain out in the street in our 12-hour days trying to get to the next thing. We're not present. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's a huge change right there. That's a huge shift, just becoming present. Seeing all that platter of hot mess, like taking that inventory, and you're like wow and then comes the truth question and it's it's remarkable it's it's asking each individual person in that moment would you choose any of this it brings it down to that choice like do you want this stuff yeah and, no and, you know, the answer is, is more than no it's usually a h-e-l-l -L no it's yeah. like no yeah no, I don't choose it. And that makes space, literally makes space mm -hmm. for what your beautiful intuitive heart, we're all psychic, can, does want, what we desire. Like that yeah. hooks us back up to that fire of the heart, the desire of the heart. And that's when the magic begins. We, we choose that intention. We hack the subconscious mind with that intention. We keep drilling down, bringing up and out that resistance. And we change the frequency with infinite love and gratitude. And can you talk a little bit about how, because there's a ton of muscle testing throughout the whole, <clears throat> talk about that and talk about the, the ages, you know, how, you know, was it between, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, but I don't know what, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, it, it, this is intention work, right? So yeah. we're climbing out of the thinking head into the intuitive heart and it, it, the heart is slow and wise. So we, we become present, we find that intention, which is like the power, the, the engine that's going to run this session. 
we go into uh, neuro-linguistic programming, we do short declarative sentences. We harmonize, we start muscle testing there. The body will give way, there's a weakness, like, okay, all is one, everything is frequency first. If, if I say my, you, can, you, can, you guys can do this at home, you can say yeah. my name and say your name. Yeah, and, and we, were do, we did an episode on uh, pendulums. We talked about pendulums, we talked about muscle testing this way, we talked about muscle testing, you know, holding something up to your chest and everything. So yeah, we do yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I'm like the bus driver. I'm using kinesiology to ride these rails through different portals where we're drilling down from the, the subtle to the quantum to the acute to the chronic. We just keep drilling down and uncovering that Pandora's realm of what's operating in the subconscious mind that we don't know about, you know? Yeah. The hook moment is nobody knows about it. It doesn't matter the, how smart you are, you don't know about what's in the subconscious. Yeah, right? one of the really cool things is when you're doing this is because she is doing this muscle testing and she's, do, she's you're, you're finding different ages where things come up yeah. and That's your body is answering the question, your subconscious is answering the question. So we as, you know, 3D humans or whatever, our conscious mind or whatever is like, whoa, like I didn't even know that was there. And here it is like proof positive with the muscle testing that, okay, this happened between the ages of, because what she'll do is, you know, was yeah. it, yeah. as she'll muscle test, it'll be like, was it between the ages of, you know, 20 and 25? It's called, it's called the age it's called the age of original occurrence and it's at the end of the core limiting belief and that's where everybody <laughs> i love the core limiting belief. it's probably my favorite portal but it's where we go into the light body we find where the resistance is to the intention where it lives in the light body right where mm -hmm. it's affecting different chakras to go and operate a deficit so you have yeah. 100 bucks in each chakra you got 20 bucks in your root chakra paying to the past to a memory right? So then we go into Chinese five element theory. We look for that sort of holographic as above, so below nature. We look into that mirror. Each element has different main emotions and then a bunch of other emotions that are associated with it. And we bring those up and out. And there's a teaching moment in there where you're just like, pow, pow. We're into that. We, we trigger the subconscious mind from the outside in with the senses. That's when you put on those glasses, Jerry. You remember? So oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We use oh, color. I forgot about that whole part. There's glasses because and there's. Because you're in it. You're in it. You're like stoned when you're in that set, when you're in that portal. Yeah, you're totally in the. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot about so that. The subconscious mind is being triggered from the outside in with the senses, with color, the frequency that correlates with the chakra, tuning forks. Yep. hearing through the ears of this intention where the resistance is smell and taste through a scent and essential oil and a chakra rock feeling and uh, touching in the world where this resistance is and bringing it up yeah it's all bringing it up and then yeah. <laughs> at the end of that that's when the age of original occurrence is discovered like as when did this core limiting belief set into place when was it and we muscle test was it this life was it a past life Conception to 10, conception to birth, birth to five, one, two, two years young. When you were two, you were in the environment of these emotions. Um, your ability to hold space for yourself and to nurture yourself, to know yourself able to flow like water became distorted in that moment. It was triggered with the emotion of not enough or silent scream, whatever the emotion is. 
it affected your soul, your, 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 your third chakra, your solar plexus, your and so ability we, to know your self-worth. Huh? And so can you talk a little bit about that this, the deficits, you talk about the deficits in the chakras, right? They, right. Present, they present themselves physically to people too. And people don't realize when they have these chronic issues in certain parts of their body, if you visit a medical intuitive, they can say without knowing anything about you, like I had a medical intuitive reading where she did my chakras and she did my emotional emotional chakra reading and then physical chakra stuff and then related it to, and it was amazing, the past trauma that she was like, you have this and I'm seeing, you know, abuse of some kind at a certain point in my life. And it's amazing, but it really is, this isn't... Like to me, this is, you know, I get that there are, that there are seekers who like, I'm like so ready to just do one of these because it sounds fascinating and, and I love <laughs> continuing to do my work, which I get, even though, like I said, it, it can be sucky to be sitting in it. And then you have the people who are like stuck all the time. Why do I always choose the same job, the same man, the same whatever that's not fulfilling me or anything? But then there's also this other, segment of people who could really benefit from that. And that is people who suffer from chronic health issues. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's self-knowledge and it does the emotional, in my opinion, the emotions run the show, right? So those mm -hmm. secreted emotions that are operating in the subconscious mind, mm -hmm. they're going to express in your body as symptoms, of distress, discomfort. Mm -hmm. So let me ask, um, I mean, this feels like when I'm thinking of myself, I could be like 20 sessions. <laughs> I, oh, I know. You know, so yeah. when, when somebody typically comes to you, let's say somebody like me that, I, that maybe I don't think I have a lot going on. I know I need work and, you know, whatever. Like how many sessions? I know everybody's different, but like what's the process of yeah, how I that well, that's a great question because if we, we, we say let's, let's we, I offer a five, five session package for beginners. Because the first one's kind of like you're getting training wheels. The second one is like you're, ooh, feeling into this cray-cray. Third one, you're like getting pay <laughs> dirt, right? You're like, ooh, wow. Fourth one, you're in it. You're, 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 you're buying into it. You know you're getting some goodie. By the fifth one, we're like moving some energy, right? So your training wheels are in place. You're going for the ride. You know the payoff. You know that the icky that you're going through has, has sunshine at the end, and you're willing to do it. And you know what, I got it, like, th that is so true, because you go through one of them and you kind of walk out like, you know, like, if anybody could see my face right now, you're like, what the hell just happened, kind of. Now, it, it, you, you definitely feel movement. You definitely feel like, whoa. But it is, like, I love what you just said about the training wheel. It is kind of like, you can't, you, you kind of don't want to just do one. You, you know what I mean? Because, because it does, there is this... It, because it is triggering those those strong emotions, all yeah. the fear, all the all the the fear, the sad, the mad. It's 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 bringing those those emotions up. So yeah, um, you got to feel it to heal. You you harmonize it with that infinite love and gratitude frequency. Frequency is everything. Everything begins with frequency. Yeah. So and when, we, when you do a five like when you do a five session 
like if you have a client who comes in and signs up for five sessions, do they have, for lack of a better word, like homework in between their sessions? Absolutely. Absolutely. Cool. So, you know, I, I, uh, we're using that intention for the, the week or two weeks in between the sessions. Um, and because you've opened Pandora's box, you've opened that subconscious mind, you've opened the quantum field, so to speak, you're inviting this intention in. So the more you can do, draw it, sing it, play it, drum it, dance it, whatever, yeah. whatever your thing is, get it. And, and hear that intention when you get up at night to pee, like you want to hear it in the back of your mind, like a jingle. So that's the homework is to really just nail that intention in. Yeah. Um, and, it, it, and then after the end of the five, we do a five session overview where we really like do an analysis of what has changed in terms of the behaviors, mm-hmm. responses, physicality, what's changed. And I guess, my, I guess my point in asking that was like, this is not just a magic pill that you go in yes. and you do five sessions with Rhonda. And while it's, you know, you're there for that, those five hours or whatever it is, it's not like in between you just go, okay, I'm just going to go back to my normal life. And at the end of the fifth one, I'm going to be magically like this brand new being who's evolved. Like you still have, you have to do the work. Like, yeah. And you know what? I love that you're saying that because that is with everything. And you know how I do the, you know, shamanic illuminations and everything. One of the things that I'm, I always say to my clients is, you know, because, because, and I'm sure we've all kind of seen this to a certain extent and, and Rhonda, you definitely too. Like people come in like, okay, fix me. Yeah, okay, fix okay. me. Go ahead, do that, or give me the pill, or give me whatever, and fix me. If you're not gonna do the work, it's kind of like I'm like, don't bother. You know, whenever anybody's in for a shamanic session, they too, they have that homework. They're and looking I'm for like you're bringing that up because that's the modality, that's the paradigm we're in. Fix it, fix me. I'm broken. Yeah. And so this this calls on. I'm not doing it. I'm the bus driver. The person that I'm working with is bringing up their own empowered healer. I, and, and, you know, I, I, I need to make that really clear. Yeah. I'm not doing it. Well, and it's kind it. of like that whole, it's almost like changing that mindset from someone coming, coming to you from a place of, I'm broken, I want to be fixed. It's like, no, you're actually, you're actually, your soul is, is perfect. You just haven't accessed all of you yet, is really what it sounds like. Yeah, and, and that's, that's lovely. That's beautiful. That's actually yeah. it. Because you're, re, you're calling back power sacrifice to past parts. So Jerry, that age of original occurrence, two years old, four years old, past life, there's a whole bunch of energy tied up into a trauma or a perceived yeah. trauma yeah. that you're not, you're not able to access. Yeah. So when we open that up, so the core limiting belief is actually your core of infinite potential. Mm-hmm. Once we do the deep dive, we're calling back our power, literally. I'm not doing the way it. you I'm, just said I, that. I like to say I'm the bus driver. I'm the yeah, bus right. driver. You're, you're doing it. You're the conduit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's so, awesome. So I, I'm sorry, Jerry. No, I have keep going. Questions. Go, go, go. You said something at the beginning that I thought was so cool, and it made me think of, so we have this restaurant. I've lived where I live for 30 years now. Mm-hmm. And there is this one physical structure of a restaurant that in the 30 years I've lived here has probably had 10 different restaurants at it. None of them have ever made it past like a year or two. And we always would see like a new restaurant's coming in and we're like, it's not going to make it. That building 
just the, and it's something around the energy of that building. And you mentioned it in the beginning about you could do it I can do it single in groups and whatever I can do it to buildings. Like, can you talk about that a little? Because I think that's such a cool concept. You know what? I have, and you can do it on pets too. I I I have done uh, individuals. I have done couples, and I've done groups. I have not done animals or places. It just okay. hasn't come up in my attractor field, I imagine. But um, I, I totally buy that everything is frequency first. Yeah. And the land is living. And I was going to say, so land. it might not be the actual physical pieces of the building, but the land that it's sitting it's the on. land, because I do property clearing. I haven't done a lot, but I have done property clearing through the Akashic Records. And it's the yeah. same thing. There's an energy um, attached soul, earthbound soul, there's something in that, um, that's holding that property up or blocked. So, yeah. so cool. <laughs> yeah. It is so cool because it is, it's such a cool, you know, the last restaurant that was in that property that didn't make it was actually like a, oh, a restaurant group that has a ton of really well-run and they've made it everywhere else, but they couldn't they've make it. They've made it everywhere else. They yeah. didn't make it there. <clears throat> and after that, I think I think the building's gone now. Like the physical building's gone. Um, yeah, somebody said, let's knock this sucker down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I want to I want to ask you, Rhonda. Um, the um, because yeah, like you said, the I've seen the chart. Yeah. That you know, there's this chart on all the lifeline practitioners' wall that helps them kind of move through like the whole process or whatever. And it's like, I remember when you and Kathy and, and everybody was going through the training for this. And I was looking at that chart and I was saying, hell no. Like, I, it's like, man, it's intense, 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 intense. This, this whole chart or whatever. Can you talk a little bit about um, is it Darren um, who <laughs> created this? Could you talk a little bit? Yeah. About and I'm going to just interrupt for one quick second to our viewers. Jerry just referred to Kathy. That is not me. That's a oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So, um, my other friend, Kathy Johnston, who works with um, uh, Rhonda and owns the um, wellness center in our area called Hearts and Soul Wellness, where uh, Rhonda works out of. She is also a lifeline practitioner. Um, so yeah, it's in intense training. So talk a little bit about where this came from. So Dr. Darren Weissman is the creator of this. He's my teacher. Um, lives in Chicago. Love him. But so he was a, he's a chiropractor and an acupuncturist, a seeker. And he kept finding the same thing. Like, okay, my people are coming in for the same adjustment. My people are coming in with the same meridians clogged what's, what's, what, 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 what's, what's behind this? What's, what's, what's the deal? Yeah. So he kept asking and kept asking and he kept going and searching and training and, and putting his information together. And this, this was like a download. This came to him and it really puts together 14 different modal modalities. Yeah. It's like very concise, very intense. It's like, uh, you know, I like to say it's like getting on, a, on the, uh, on the uh, biggest roller coaster at the carnival and, and getting that e-ticket punched and taking that ride. Because it is intense. It is, it's yeah. depth. It goes yeah. into the depth. It's, it's, all, it's, it's a Chinese five element theory. It's the chakra system. It uses the kinesiology to dialogue with that subconscious mind. Um, we use all the senses. We trigger the entire 
bio-spiritual ecology, we're walking around and we trigger it. We bring it up and out. We harmonize it. We're using frequency. We use intention. And when it gets down into the, the later levels of it, we actually go into the chronic aspects of how this has been showing up in our bodies. Mm-hmm. How has it affected us on an elemental, a cellular, glandular, pathogen, sensor systems? It goes down into the nitty gritty. So, like I said, it's like you keep drilling down, you keep peeling, peeling that onion. And I love that it's, it does. It goes to all those different parts and pieces of it. So it is, I think that was brilliant what you said. It was like all these bunch of modalities kind of in, in one. How long is a session? I don't really remember because, again, you're like, Oof. In the perfect world, it would be in an hour and a half, but I'm a long runner, so it's two hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And how long did it take? You said that Darren got this all at, as a as like a download, how long did it take him to put this system together? Cause again, I, you know, the, it's a, it's really insane. This chart, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's really tightly woven. Like you, you're talking about shamanic. And so you create this, this container and you have gateways and you keep drilling down. It's tight. It's tight. Yeah. And there has to be permission, permission granted to keep going. And at the end, you seal it into that whole electromagnetic field. I mean, you shut yeah. that portal down, you call that, that two-year-old, that four-year-old, that past life part, and you seal it in. Yeah. And then you take that intention and you run with it. And, you know, hopefully it can, it can get down to that nitty gritty place where you are able, you're given the opportunity to choose differently to the same stressors and challenges in your life. Yeah but you're able to, to, to choose or see or respond differently to those. Yeah. And then your body has that op- opportunity as well. Yeah. yeah. So do you so have you somebody who, when they're in this and it becomes um, like really intense in, when the feeling comes up, do you ever, ever have anybody say, oh, I'm, not, I'm not doing this anymore. It's like way too much for me. Absolutely. I've had people disassociate right in front of me. And so there's all sorts of, uh, Dr. Darren, we, skill set there you know we have a, a walk and breathe where we're getting that cross crawl we stand up we we find the physicality we embody the body again we have things that we can look at to bring peace back in we we feel the earth below us i mean there's all sorts of tricks we breathe breath work is big in it tapping we do tapping to bring it into the body to bring it into the thymus to remember to have the the body and the mind work as a team so yeah, I mean, when we get into that expression channel, this is funny y'all, so but when I was first in practice, if the age of original occurrence was very young or pre-verbal, I would have so much trouble spelling when I was trying to write the notes about what was happening in the expression channel until I finally said, you know, you gotta have better boundaries, chick. You're going in, you gotta, you don't need to become the, the sixth yeah. you know, right? You're, you need to remember the brain pan is here to function and you're holding space for this. But so, but again, we're in it with not doing it for or on. So if someone's in that emotional expression channel where we go in and to see how this to your young part's been showing up in our lives, right? And there's three avenues there. There's the emotional expression ha- channel as behaviors. We all know about that. And then there's the structural expression channel, how it's showing up in the body, different aspects of the body. And then there's a biochemical avenue, whether we need to feel something that we haven't allowed ourselves to, meaning feed it, feed that biochemistry, or a place where we need to drain toxic levels of some emotion that 
we just haven't allowed ourselves to let go of. So when those three avenues show up, it's the no-fly zone. It's how that part has been expressing. We have no information there at all. So it, it can be very triggering. It's very surprising. Um, like I said, I've had people disassociate right in front of me. So but then you're I, able to use those little tips and stuff to like, okay, bring it, bring it back in, bring it back in. Infinite loving gratitude. Infinite loving gratitude. Infinite loving gratitude. You just keep holding that vibration of that heart coherence. And sometimes it's a short, a short burp the baby with that infinite loving gratitude yeah, yeah, and the yeah. free gifts. And sometimes it's, it's not short. It takes some processing. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes you have to go even deeper into what's called a see, feel, hear. We got to see another layer of emotion that's in resistance. We feel it in the body, like the somatic landscape comes on board. How is it embodying? And then we listen to the self-talk, either mm. from the brain, that chatter, or from the heart. Like there's, there's two languages going on, right? Mm. Yeah. So when we get to the language of the heart, which can take a couple revolutions through that. It's called a black hole when we're processing through see, feel, hears. That resistance, you know, it's dark, it's deep. When we finally get to the layer of the heart and the heart speaks, it is medicine and it's true medicine. It's the real deal medicine. You know, and that's one of the things that I, that I feel is so powerful about this is that whole infinite love and gratitude piece, infinite love and gratitude piece, the frequency piece, um, because you know me how much I'm into law of attraction and that is all about frequency. And yeah. I love that piece. Kathy, you talk about, you've talked about that on and off and, and, and you talk about it a lot with me about just, it's all about love. It's all about love. It's all about love. It's getting back to that love piece. Um, well, yeah. I mean, and it, it's, you know, it, and it, doing the course with Brian Weiss and then the mentoring program with, um, Joe, with Joe, I mean, you know, it's, I'm like, I'm good with most of it, but you know, it's, I mean, Brian, I understand Brian's Brian Weiss's theory is like everyone I've talked to who's gone to their past lives. Like they, they've all come back to say the only thing that's real is love. It's yeah. all about love. And then, um, to embody it is the whole concept. Oh, the other thing was that Brian said that, and it's really what kind of has, has helped me embody it is that whole concept of you come back in your next life as whatever you hated the most in this life so that you can see from the other perspective and you can live that life so that you can fully understand that we're all love and that we should all love each other. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's hard sometimes to put it into practice. I can remember um, sitting in my, my mediumship mentoring program one day and it was, it was our first, it was like the, the morning of our first four, three day weekend intensive and him going around the room saying, how's everybody doing with, their practice and if you're not doing well, what's holding you back? And there was a, a, a woman in our group who was going through a very ugly separation from her husband who was an alcoholic and who was trying to turn her children against her. And it was 
incredibly painful for her. And he said, I, we're all going to pray for him and we are all going to send him love because that's what he needs. He doesn't need us to say what a horrible person he is that he's doing this to her. What he needs is we need to love him and we need to, to give him our support. It's, that's a hard concept for people, myself included, yeah. <laughs> you know, but it, it's true. I mean, it it's all come down to love. And that's what I, I meant. Like, I love this mo I love this moment. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it is that, that infinite love of gratitude. It's almost like you love these. And I, I don't, I don't want to say it this way, but I can't figure out. It's almost like you love these things away, but I, I know we're not, do you know what I mean? Like clearing yeah. that word, but yeah, it's, it's not clearing or healing. It's raising the frequency of like yeah. you saw, yeah, I'm sure you guys have all seen that Dr. Emoto's messages from water in the water. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So the frequency of the words, infinite love and gratitude and this symbol. Now the, I love you symbol on American sign language is um, Dr. Darren's cousin is deaf and he flashed him one of these once and it like, bam, it hit yeah. Darren upside the head. And he was like, I feel that. I yeah. feel that. So when we, when we raise the frequency of those emotions that are stuck in, in play in the vault of the subconscious mind, we're out them, they come up, we raise the frequency of them. We, observation changes everything. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so cool. I mean, you know, it, like I said, this, this whole thing is like so, so, so in depth and, and we could talk about it forever. Um, but you kind of got to do it. <laughs> yeah, you know to, to understand it it's like super cool so um Rhonda is uh, she had mentioned her packages she she said that um she offers beginners a package of five for the price of four and she is extending that to um our listeners mm -hmm. um so you will know that um this episode when you hear this episode if you go to our website thepsychicwives.com she will be on the guest page her contact information and everything will be um, there on the guest page there. So, um, before we close out, Rhonda, you know how, um, I think I told you that we do these questions. Um, and sometimes we forget them, but I have them up on my screen. So I force myself not to forget them. So we just like to ask some people, we stole these questions. You guys will recognize them. Rhonda, you'll recognize them. We stole some of them from inside the actors, actor studio and another from another podcast. I think it was that on being with Krista Tippett. Uh, yeah, that Kathy. the first question, which I love the first question because it is, because we're all seekers, it's so cool to see how, where seekers have come from in their uh, spiritual growth. Their spiritual growth. Yeah. Exactly. So, so yeah. Rhonda, what was your religious or spiritual upbringing? Oh, I was hoping, I mean, that's like a really long story. So. <laughs> <laughs> Try to be succinct. Yeah, so. I was brought up in sort of intellectual agnostic land and okay. uh, heard about the Lord's Prayer in a taunting situation on the playground, memorized it, thought the poem was beautiful, opened up the whole realm of seeker, tried on every religion in my youth, uh, you know, went from this to that to that to this. How old? Oh, you know, nine. I started wow. looking into all of it and I found bits and pieces in all the wisdom traditions that was like, yes. Um, I also found bits and pieces in wisdom traditions that um, were no. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> got around to finding um, 
I guess trying to find the divine feminine, my, the, the divine feminine aspect of God or goddess. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that just really opened up my whole worldview. But but so, but I, that's so cool because you did all that, but your parents or whomever raised you raised you with no like formal religion. My parents didn't have a formal religion. My grandmother did, and I loved my grandmother. So I actually went to um, a Lutheran church with her okay. because I loved the pageantry. I loved the community. I loved they, my grandma. Yeah. And it was, it was very sweet. But as I began questioning some of the belief systems behind it, I was like, that's not it. Yeah. So I kept, right. it kept on unfolding for me. So, yeah. you that's know, if, if I were going to say what my belief is, all is one. And that means all, all of the wisdom traditions have a, right. I'm not saying yes. I say yes to all of them. They're that's all awesome. pathways. Awesome. Um, what is, no, this, I love this one. Um, if you could have dinner with one person dead or alive, who would it be? That's a, that's a tough <laughs> and, question. And the one person was hard. I had to like, oh, yeah, exactly. I thought about this for like a day. So it's, I think it's gotta be Joe Dispenza. I, I want yeah. dinner with Joe Dispenza. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'd go with you to that dinner. Absolutely. <laughs> um, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gate? Welcome home, darling. You've been missed. <laughs> there you go. That's awesome. Awesome. Rhonda, thank you so much for coming again. I said at the beginning of this, I had tried to kind of describe lifeline technique to these guys, and I'm like, uh, I, I can't. I can't. It's so in-depth and so deep. It was just like it's another modality that helps you move forward. You know, like, I mean, it's like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's so, so, so in depth. And um, I can honestly say I've had, like I said, four of them or so. You, you, I urge people to try it. I urge people to try it because it just really, it, 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 it goes deep and it's powerful, powerful stuff. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Again, everybody, um, all of Rhonda's information will be on our guest page um and you can find us on our website www.thepsychicwise.com you can also find us uh the podcast on our individual websites which you can find on the psychic wives um jerrycrobin.com gingerhendry.com kathyrumsey.com um and you can also find us on apple podcasts by just searching for the psychic wives and of course our facebook page is at the psychic wives um, and you can find us there. And please feel free to, if you listen to us on um, Apple Podcasts, like us, review us. Um, if you head over to our Facebook page, um, drop us a line, tell us what you want to listen, uh, want us to talk about or whatever. Or if you have any other questions uh, about Rhonda or any of our other guests, pop it in there because if we don't know the answer, we can get it to them um, and they can help us answer those. So once again, thank you. Thank you so much, Rhonda. We appreciate you being here Rhonda. with us. Infinite love and gratitude. Thank you all for passion. And love everybody it. else, we will see you in the next episode. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.